Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If. Only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello everyone, Charles Watts here. Welcome to another edition of Inside Arsenal. It is Thursday, we are getting towards the weekend now, just a couple of days left before Arsenal head into a very, very big weekend of Premier League action with that game against Brighton on Sunday. Big game that for Arsenal on the back of the defeat of Villa Park last time out in the Premier League. Of course, we'll start turning our attentions towards that. We'll talk about it a little bit in this show, look at the latest team news, discuss who could potentially come in for that game. Mikel Arteta speaking at his press conference tomorrow, 1.30pm at London Colney ahead of that. Talk a little bit about Victor Osimhen, who's in the news, of course, being a striker who is heavily linked with a potential move to Arsenal. Sounds like that new contract at Napoli is about to be signed, but there's a fairly big caveat behind that as well. So look at that. It's got some questions and comments from you guys. And we'll talk about the Champions League as well with the draw on Monday taking place very, very soon. Arsenal now know who they could be facing in that round of, uh, no, sorry, the last 16 draw. So we'll talk about that as well. So let's get started, shall we? But before we get into anything, just wanted to draw your attention to this. We are, of course, coming very, very close to Christmas now. What we are 11 days away from the big day. If you're looking for any gift ideas, then may I point your attention towards this. If you're watching us on YouTube, you can see on screen right now, uh, Matthew Wood Designs. I'm sure some of you might already know who he is and seen his stuff on YouTube. He happens to be the guy who's created my logo for Charles Watts.Football and Inside Arsenal, of course, which you can see in the top right-hand corner there. Fantastic designer. He's got loads of brilliant designs of prints and canvases and mugs, all with Arsenal themes. You can see one here. Excellent picture of Highbury uh, up on the screen. If you do want to get any sort of last-minute Christmas deals for Arsenal fans and you're thinking, what could I get them? You, 
I, you absolutely should go and check out Matthew's website, see the designs, the prints he's got. I'll leave the link in the description for you to have a look at. And of course, there is my book as well. If you haven't got yet, Revolution, The Rise of Arteta's Arsenal on sale now, the Sunday Times bestseller. And uh, yeah, if you haven't got um, if you haven't got it yet and you want to get it for a friend or a family member or yourself, then of course, please do go and do that. I'll leave that in the link below as well. Some last minute Christmas ideas for you. All right, let's get cracking. Let's talk about Victor Osimhen, shall we? Uh, striker who is forever in the headlines in terms of his future, where he's going to go. Arsenal, Chelsea, is going to stay at Napoli, sign a new contract. Well, it looks like that new contract, which has been on the table for a long, long time now, is about to be signed, as reported there by the great Fabrizio Romano. Napoli reached an agreement in principle with Victor Osimhen on new contract with release clause included reports Fabrizio says it will be valid until June 2026 one more year the final value of the clause uh, could be around 130 million euros as per sky which I probably should have looked before I started doing this let's have a look uh what that is in pounds shall we sorry excuse me while i type 112 million pounds release clause then for victor osman a price tag of course a lot of money in modern football though 100 million pounds seems to be the going rate for pretty much any half decent player we know victor osman is certainly a half decent player so i doubt that is a price tag which will put many clubs off if they are really going to push victor osman of course, Arsenal are a team that, like Victor Osman, which I've reported before, have spoken with his representatives about his potential future in the past. I'm not saying they will definitely go for him again now, but they have held an interest, have had a long-standing interest in Victor Osman. Chelsea, we know as well, appear to be interested in Victor Osman. I'm sure other clubs will be as well. So even though this contract is going to be signed, by the looks of it, finally, for Napoli, it is by no means the end of Victor Osimhen's, you know, speculation about his future. You know, I don't think this this price tag would put off interested parties come the summer. I think it is just a going rate for a striker of his age who scores the amount of goals that he scores. And I think clubs will be willing to pay that. And uh, I think the fact that that clause has been put into this new contract anyway is basically Osimhen and his people come into an agreement with Napoli of like, okay, look, you're going to get some good money for us, but we will go and it's not going to be a price that's going to price us out of a move because this certainly isn't a price tag that prices him out of any move. So interesting one. I know lots of you, and I see the comments all the time whenever I discuss potential new strikers and things like that. Um, lots of you are desperate for this to become a reality and Arsenal to really go for Victor Osman. Again, I don't know if they will. I can't say right now if they will or not. I think they will sign a striker very soon in the next couple of windows. Don't think it'll be January, but I think it will be the summer. But whether it be Victor Osman, we shall wait and see. But if it is going to be him, we now know, or we'll soon, once it's confirmed, once his contract's confirmed, we know what the price tag will be. And uh, to get that done, £112 million release clause for Victor Osman. Let me know what you guys think about that in the comments below. Champions League then. Uh, the round, the group stage round finished last night. Of course, Arsenal having finished on Tuesday night, but the final fixtures were played yesterday. Newcastle joining Manchester United in crashing out of the competition. Not just the competition, out of Europe itself. Dramatic final day for them. 
for some for a time they were through they were into the knockout stages and then it all went wrong Milan staging that fight back in the second half at St James's Park winning 2-1 Dortmund and PSG ended up drawing which means PSG go through as runners up Milan go into the Europa League and Newcastle go basically do absolutely nothing they're out and you could see the disappointment in them so two English teams out not just of the Champions League, but out of European competition for the season, Manchester United and Newcastle. That's not going to help with the English team's coefficient. Of course, um, the team, the countries that finish with the highest two coefficient ranking points this season will get five teams in the Champions League next season. At the moment, Germany and Italy are leading the race for that. England lagging behind and Newcastle and United going out is not going to help with that. But still, of course, a long way to go in terms of Champions League, Europa League and Conference League as well. So we'll wait and see. But those are the teams, if you're watching on YouTube now, who are through to the round of 16. Arsenal sitting there very nicely indeed. And the draw is on Monday. The teams now that we know that Arsenal could face, it's going to be PSG, Copenhagen, Inter Milan, Porto, Lazio, Leipzig and Napoli. So three possibilities there for Italian teams for Arsenal, Inter Milan, Lazio and Napoli. Then you've got Leipzig in Germany, Copenhagen in Denmark. And of course, the big one, Paris Saint-Germain from France. Who is it going to be? We'll have to wait and see on that one. Um, I think the stats show that the there is more of a chance. I think it was Leipzig have more. You have more of a chance of Leipzig than anyone else for some reason. I think someone was doing the numbers, and I saw that on Twitter, but I haven't actually searched it myself. Um, I think it's sort of percentages of who you can get and and stuff. I think for me, look the Copenhagen one. Obviously, you sort of look at it and the size of the teams and that sort of thing, and you think Copenhagen that'd be a nice draw. But we've seen they've caused teams problems. They've obviously knocked Manchester United out of the competition. They're a very good attacking side. I think it'd be a great trip. Copenhagen holds some good memories and bad memories for Arsenal. Of course, they beat Palmer in the Cup Winners' Cup final there, and then they lost to Galatasaray on penalties in the UEFA Cup final a few years later, which I was at. Very disappointing night. That was indeed, I wouldn't want PSG, um, not just because of who they are, but I just think <laughs> I'm thinking of the trip for the away fans and Paris is just always not the best best of cities to uh, to go to when you're a, a travelling European team. Um, but some good team, look, I don't think Arsenal should be afraid of anyone in that draw when you look at it, even PSG. I think having seen what PSG have done during the group stage, I think Arsenal look at that and I think they fancy their chances against anyone in that. And I think quite rightly they should. You know, PSG, Copenhagen, Inter Milan, Porto, Lazio, Leipzig, Napoli. There's no one there to strike any great fear into Arsenal. I think they've shown enough in the group stages, albeit not against the best teams in the competition, but they've shown that they've already, despite their inexperience in the Champions League, demonstrated a bit of know-how about how to go through these games, be very, very good at home, be hard to beat away. Of course, they had that one little blip away in France against Lons, but I think on another day, Arsenal do not lose that game. It was just, just some fantastic finishing from Lons and some bad finishing from Arsenal that saw that game sway the way of the French side. So, yeah, I'm not too sure. I mean, let, let me know what you guys think. Is there anyone there you fear? Really? Who do you want to get? Who don't you want to get? Let me know, as always, in the comments below. Right, turning our attentions to Brighton now before we move on to some of your comments and questions. Of course, Gabriel Martinelli missed out on the trip in midweek to... Um, 
who did Arsenal play again? I totally forgot who Arsenal played in the Champions League on Tuesday night. PSV, of course. God, my, honestly, my memory is dreadful. So Gabriel Martinelli stayed at home. He didn't go to Holland for that one because he was ill. So you'd expect he will hopefully come back into the reckoning for this game. Likes of Bakaya Saka, who did travel, didn't feature. He'll certainly come back into the team. Mikel made eight changes from the side that lost to Aston Villa for the game against PSV. You think pretty much all of those are going to come back in. You know, David Rye will come back in in goal. You know, ben White, I imagine, will start right back. You'll see Saliba and Gabriel continue at the heart, heart of the defence. Um, Zinchenko will come in. Declan Rice will come back into the starting eleven. The usual suspects, really. I think Martinelli is the key one, depending on how bad this illness was. You would hope he's going to be fine. And uh, he will come back in on the left-hand side of the attack alongside um, alongside Jesus and Bukayo Saka. If not, you'd think it would just be Trossard. Although, having said that, the form that Reese Nelson showed in Holland in that game against PSV, could Reese Nelson be more of a, um, potentially have a chance to play on the left-hand side? Got a question about Reese Nelson actually coming up from one of you guys that you sent in about his need for game time and how he showed in that game in Holland. He could be very, very useful and should have a few more minutes. So we'll wait and see what Mikel Arteta has to say at his press conference tomorrow. That is, at, uh, like I said, 1.30pm. So we'll wait and see what he has to say about that. But um, yeah, that's the latest ahead of that game against Brighton. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Moving on to some of your questions and comments now. There's loads of you were responding to what I was saying yesterday when I was saying it was a bit of a missed opportunity or felt like a bit of a missed opportunity for Arteta to give some of the younger players a go. Not necessarily a start, although I did think Walters probably should have started, but at least give one of them a last few minutes when they came on, um, when he sent on Gabriel Jesus instead. It sparked an awful lot of debate. Some of you agreeing with me and lots of you disagreeing with me, which is fine. And I said during, you know, during the show I did yesterday, this was just opinion. Of course, I know that Mikel Arteta knows far more than me and he's the manager, so he gets to choose who he wants. I'm not disputing that. I was just giving my thoughts, my opinion on it. And those of you who have been replying as a um, just a few of them here on the screen. One from Azmed says, players have to earn their place. It doesn't matter the age. Also, whenever a player walks or trains, he could get injured. I think he says there, Charles, you should know better. Uh, Ankit Avalanche says, I don't agree at all. Would it have been fair for the likes of Reese Ramsdale, Eddie to try and prove themselves to Mikel while playing alongside youngsters? You have to give these players a fair shot to claim a starting place too. Matthew says, buying qualified with two games to spare, yet played their big top players. Big players play their best sides and not dwell on fan fears. If we had lost, it wouldn't say Arsenal B team had lost. It would say Arsenal lost. No match is 
actually meaningless. And I get all of that. I absolutely get all of that. But it's not going to change my opinion on it. I do still think that it was a bit of a missed opportunity for Mikel. In the grand scheme of things, look, it's nothing big. It's not, you know, it's nothing, it's nothing huge or anything like that. I just felt it was a little bit of a missed opportunity, but I absolutely understand all of what you guys have had to say uh, in disagreeing with it. Manchester City yesterday, though, and I, I agree with Bayern. Bayern was slightly different, I do feel, because there was a lot riding on that game. Maybe not for, for Bayern, but there was loads riding on it for Copenhagen, Galatasaray, and for Manchester United. So it was slightly different. There was so much still resting on that. Arsenal and PSV were both through and they both knew they'd finished second and first and second. There was no, there was nothing on that game. You know, nothing could change. No matter what the result, it didn't matter for any team. And so it was slightly different. I think Bayern had a, almost had a duty to everyone else to, to, to go for it a little bit more than Arsenal did. And they could have made more changes. But I do agree that, you know, players do have to earn their place in the team. But I stand by my thoughts that just for just for a few minutes at the end, instead of bringing Gabriel Jesus, that could have easily been one of the youngsters and it would have just been a real big moment for them. And it would have just shown other youngsters coming through and the academy that, you know, you can make it. And I do think that is an important thing, despite every game being important, as you say. I also think just showing if you can... And it's so hard now because there's so so much riding on every single game. It's so hard to throw youngsters in. But this was a really good opportunity. Not to throw them in, you know, all three of them at the same time to start a game. That might have been too much for them. But just even in those last few minutes, just to put them on or put one of them on, you know, you're not going to get a better opportunity than that. You're really not. You know, that was the chance. I don't see where the next chance comes from in that. Again, it is just purely opinion. And I know Mikel Arteta is a manager. He is far more qualified than I will ever be to, to make those decisions. And he has every right to make whatever decision he has to he makes. Of course he does. I know that. But it is just my opinion. And that's what uh, you know, that's what I was saying. Right, here's one from John. It says, hey, Charles, look at the article entitled Clock. Uh, uh, Klopp. <laughs> hey, Charles, look for the article entitled Klopp Arteta slammed for inciting pylons by Peter Walton in wake of Turkey referee punch. What Walton says is disgraceful linking Klopp and Arteta with such violence and his suggestions of punishments are lunacy, not a word about fixing the dire officiating. Yeah, look, I saw this. I was actually in the car yesterday and Peter Walton was on Talk Sport and I knew I was waiting for it. As soon as the conversation started with him, I was saying, how long is this going to take before it moves on to Mikel Arteta? And it took about 20 seconds, I think, before the conversation. It was with Jim White on TalkSport. And White immediately sort of turned the conversation to Arteta and to Klopp. And Walton was, you know, absolutely saying that this sort of thing, what we've seen from managers, that can incite what we ended up seeing in Turkey. And so he immediately linked to it. And I just thought it was so easy and look, what happened in Turkey was an absolute disgrace, absolute disgrace. That can't be allowed to happen. That should never happen. And hopefully everyone involved in it should get hugely punished and should never happen. And we all know being a referee is a really, really difficult job. But I don't think what Arteta did is, or what Arteta said after that game against Newcastle is going to incite something like that to happen. I think it's a really easy link and a dangerous link to make as well. And very, very unfair to Arteta and to Klopp in terms of how they what they've done and I do think you know it's very easy to turn this whole conversation just purely onto managers and players and how they act with officials but when you do that then it does take away 
the spotlight from the need to improve refereeing. And that does need to improve. We need to improve it. And, you know, referees will know that. You know, they want to improve the game. They want to improve how they see things and how VAR works. Of course they do, 100%. But, yeah, I did think it was very, very unfair for Walton and for TalkSport, well, for Jim White, to immediately link that towards Arteta and Klopp, what happened in Turkey. The two are very, very different things. And I think it's, yeah, it's very, very unfair to link the two. Uh, here's one from Amit. She says, hey, Charles, hello from Ottawa in Canada. Hello. Thanks for the great job. I watch you every morning to get my Arsenal update. Thank you very much. Talking of youngsters, do you think Brook Norton Cuffey has a future at Arsenal? I think he's quietly been consistent and already played two full seasons in the lower league. I think he's only 19 or 20. I'll be happy if he's in the squad next year just to see how he does in the team. Um, look, he's a good player. He's a very good player. I haven't watched him loads while he's been out on loan, but I know you know he's a decent player. You've, we've seen he's a decent player. He plays the youth team at international level for England as well. Good right back, very highly rated. Do I think he has a future at Arsenal? Just my personal opinion, not based on anything I've heard from anywhere. No, I think he's probably going to be an academy product that ends up getting sold. And as much as we all want academy products to come through at Arsenal and be in the first team, it's not you know, you need to sell them as well. It's a crucial part of any business now at a top club is building academy players up, developing them and then selling them for profit if they're not going to make it into the first team. Only the very, very few, especially if you are a club like Arsenal and competing for the honours that you're competing for, only the very select few will get through and will make it into the first team. Those who don't, you need to develop them well enough send them out on loan and get them in the spotlight enough that you can then sell them for good profit. And I think personally that Norton Cuffey will end up being one of those that Arsenal sell on after a couple of years playing in the championship. And I wouldn't be at all surprised to see him move on in the summer. Uh, there's another one from John says, it's obvious from yesterday's performance that Nelson should be subbed on more often, even start against teams. We should be winning against the starting 11 need to, needs their minutes managed to try and keep them injury free and to um, speed up through the, end of the season Nelson is a great route to doing that yeah look I think Reese Nelson and I've spoken about this but I think Nelson is needs needs some more game time I think he is shown whenever he comes on pretty much that he can make an impact and he can score goals he can create goals and he can cause teams problems and he's just I don't think Arteta's using him enough this season he's really sparingly using him putting him on for the final few minutes at times and I do think that he could easily be more of an asset he showed that last season and he's shown that in flashes this season whenever he gets an opportunity. Look, is he going to replace Saka and start start starting games? Probably not. But I think certainly, I look back to that Aston Villa game, for example, last weekend, when that last 30 minutes, Arsenal started to lose their way a little bit. And there was still that space down the flank, still that space in behind. I just felt like Nelson could have made a bit of an impact then when Saka and Martinelli, it just clearly wasn't really working that well. And Villa, they seemed to be tiring and Villa seemed to have worked them out a little bit. You know, throw Nelson on there. Give him 25 minutes. Don't just give him five minutes at the end. That's what I, I would think. But so I'm, I'm in agreement. But whether that happens or not, we'll have to wait and see. But he certainly showed in that game away against PSV. And he has shown at times this season as well that he can make an impact. So if he's here, use him. That's what I would say. But anyway, thank you very much for watching and listening. Everyone, if anything you've agreed with, disagreed with, please do let me know in the comments below. Who do you think should be starting at the weekend? Who do you want to see starting against Brighton? If it's not Martinelli, who would you play on the left-hand side? Let me know anything like that in the comments below. Until then, everyone, have a very good day. I'll speak to you soon. Mom. 
mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.